Welcome, JD, to another edition of The Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and you are... I'm John Douglas. I have always been John Douglas. I plan on being John Douglas until the day I die. <laughs> don't do that on me. I would be a very dear friend, that's for sure. So don't be doing that on me anyway. Oh, thank you very much. But can I ask you a question straight up? You can ask me any question you like, sir. This is your time. Okay. I want to know something about yes. the bone that you've got to chew over today. Do you have a bone for us? I, I um... I do have a bone to pick and it's, um, it's, I know I've said I've had favourite bones before, but I particularly like this. This is one of the, this is one of the juicy bones in the, in the right, the very heart of advertising. Like if you were to, if you get the chicken, you know, roast chicken, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a couple of, yeah. And you know, when you do it, when you do it just perfectly, yeah. that little bone right at the end of the wing, oh. you know, that bit, you know, that's the, the really crunchy, mm. you know, fatty goodness that just oh. melts in your mouth. Yep. yep. Is that kind of bone? A quick aside, I, I started my career as a red rooster chicken hand, so I became a connoisseur of the connoisseur of the bird very early on, about 15 and 9 months I was when I cooked my first bird at the old red rooster, and gosh, I absolutely love it, but some great lessons, but yeah. I've digressed for once. Let's <laughs> go. Welcome to the gang. <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, this one that you love, tell me about it. I love the, I love the, um, the bone of truth. Truth. And not just truth in advertising, digging even deeper, right yeah. to the very, right to the very crispy, crispy end of that particular bone. Oh, is the simple, the simple truths that help people choose your product. I feel a little bit of uh, the legendary Leo Burnett coming through or maybe the amazing Dave Trott. Oh, Dave Trott. We love Dave Trott. Or a few Dave of Trott. the doyens of our industry, my friend, coming yeah, through yeah. from the Simple Human Truths. I love it. Yeah, yep, yep. Doyens. We're going to talk doyens today because we're going to we're going to get our inspiration from people who have um, uh, are far smarter than anybody I know in this business. But if you get a chance to if you get a chance to reference greatness, let's reference greatness. I'm going to uh, I'm going to start with a, a guy that not many people in Australia know, but a lot of people in, in English advertising know is a, a guy a writer called Tony Brignall. Right. And Tony Brignall said, "You've got one minute." to make your mark. And I think I think Tony Brignall was an optimist. I think you've probably got... I reckon you said that before digital media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon, I reckon you've probably got about three seconds or yeah. five seconds or like however long it takes to drive at 100 kilometres an hour past an outdoor poster. You've got about that much time. Yeah, right. Yeah, good point, yeah. And and he said, like, his his whole thought is... If, if you can't sell to someone who isn't listening, that's the, like, I think Bill Birnbach said the same thing, but Tony Brignall was fantastic. He said, talk as if you're writing to your mum. Like, what would your mum like to hear? Don't worry about, about trying to impress 12 people in an advertising jewellery room. Yes. Get your mum's attention straight away and tell her exactly what it is you want to tell her. And the best way of doing that is to use simple human truths. Yeah, right. Simple truths that reflect belief and reflect the way normal people and I say normal people and I don't wanna I don't wanna disparage, you know, the, the highly intellectual end of the advertising spectrum because there's some very, very clever people who work in advertising. I just don't have time for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really 
I really think the um, like the like the great the VB ad, the great VB ad, the big one, the big ad. No, 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 no. Go back further. Go back. Come back with me further. Come back with me further. I've got it now. That one? Yeah. Yes, love it. Arguably the greatest beer ad yes. Australia has ever produced. Arguably one of the best beer ads ever in the history of the world because it said this is the reward you get for hard work, which every single bloke who drinks beer absolutely understands. When I've done a hard day's yakker out in the garden, yep. the one thing that's going to keep me out there or want me to come inside is an ice-cold beer. Yep, guaranteed for the cracker. And if you look at any beer shelf, going to any bar anywhere in the world, and you look at any beer shelf, you can buy any beer you like. But VB, you had to earn. Yeah, you had to earn it. Whether you're driving a truck or milking <laughs> well, a don't, don't, don't go with that rhyme. Do not go with that rhyme. <laughs> That's right. I've got it now. That's right, yeah. Oh, well, you're milking a cow or pushing a plough. Yeah, you know, yeah. Plow, but who cares? So, but that whole idea of simple human truths matters. Bloody brilliant. And one of our absolute favourites is the legendary Dave Trott and his idea that so much of advertising doesn't get heard. There's so much, but I can't remember the exact numbers. But I do. I, I can remember it. And you know how I remember it? Yeah. Four, seven, you remember 4711? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So 4% of advertising, yep. 4% of advertising gets noticed and remembered. Yep. 7% of advertising gets vaguely noticed. Right. Like 4% of advertising noticed, remembered, liked. 7% of advertising gets noticed but, you know, irrelevant. Maybe disliked. Yeah, yeah. 4 plus 7 is 11, 4, yep. 7, 11. 89% of advertising, <laughs> 89% of advertising doesn't get noticed. And... If you don't get noticed, everything else is academic. Well, Dave's, Dave Trott's words are, you're dead. And he says that at 89%, and he, he talks in pounds, but he says that 89% is basically pissed away. It's just yes. an absolute waste. And he goes back to that really simple philosophy that I love. And this is something we talk about a hell of a lot. Everyone plays around in persuasion, right? Yeah. We're persuading you to choose my product over the competitor product or choose more of my product if we're trying to grow the market. But people always forget the top of the funnel, which is impact. Yeah. And then the communication before you're going to persuade them. Because if you're trying to persuade them and you haven't got their attention, it's an 89 percenter. Yeah. Yeah. Time. So if you yeah. can't get their attention with yeah. something that is going to be super simple, but yeah. smart enough to capture their imagination and then simply communicate a message. Yeah. And then finally, once you've got their attention, persuade them to either buy more Coca-Cola if you're growing the market, buy yeah. more of us, or buy Coca-Cola because it shits on Pepsi, yeah. or yeah. buy Aldi because it shits on Coles, or buy Coles. Like, but that's I think I think that you think that's the I think that's the secret is that so few marketers, yes. and, and there's a difference between marketing and advertising. And I'm not going to, yeah, as I said. There are far smarter men in advertising and women in advertising and marketing than me. Oh, you and constantly do that. You constantly undersell yourself. You I know, I know. I know. That, towards I know brilliant that. status. I don't care what you say. I know they're smarter than me because they've told me so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But they, but they, they look, they, the whole, the whole reason advertising has become, has walked away from simple human truths is because we've walked away from 
the vast majority of people will actually buy the stuff we're going to sell. Yeah. Like, like you, we, we take B2B. B2B, everyone is like, oh, B2B, it's very specific and it's all, it's intellectual and it's all about sales and it's all about oh, business. I love where you're heading here. I love this but one. B2B is like people buy products, buy services because it, because it matters in here. And and for and for people who are buying B two B products, whether it's a whether it's a long sales cycle or a short sales cycle, they don't want to make a mistake. They don't want to get fired. They don't want to lose their job. Like these are emotional reasons to purchase. Yes. And we and we and going back to your Coke shits on Pepsi thing. Yeah. We forget that it's okay to be different and to actually be noticed. Yes. Like, you go, go way back. Come back with me. Come back with me to the 50s. <laughs> oh, very good. I like that. I like what you did there. Like, the 50s and 60s, the Avis, we try harder. Yes. And the simple truth was exactly right. I'm prepared to believe that you are going to work your bum off yep. to make me happy because you're not the industry leader and you can't rest on your laurels. Yep. And that was that was just a simple, it was a comparison to the rest of the market without actually referencing the rest of the market. It very much referenced the number one in the market, yep. but it didn't say Hertz is full of shit. It no. just said, <laughs> you know who number one is. We know you know who number one is. Yep. <laughs> but we think we're better because we have to be. Yeah, because we feel like we're second best in the world, which means we train harder than number one who could well be sit, sitting there resting on their laurels. Yeah, who may just treat you like a second-class citizen because they think you're going to go to them anyway. Yeah, and yeah. a great point, JD, on that and thinking more again about the legendary Dave Trott. When you have a whole bunch of ads going into your mind, our mind basically makes patterns, right? Our, yep. our human mind builds patterns. Yep. If it sees a bunch of ads that look similar, they all fit into one category. They're all in there as a pattern. If we add one more to that pattern that looks similar, guess what? Your ability to get noticed is yep. tiny because they're all in this one pattern pool. But yep. If we create a different ad and completely different, maybe not an award-winning ad, but an ad that might get noticed by the person who we want oh. to become completely different, guess what? That goes into a different pattern. So now you've got 15 ads that look the same, all in one category, fighting for attention, and one very different ad that's gone into the mind that's so much easier for someone to remember. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. And... Never forget the immortal words of David Ogilvy. Like, yes. and there was there was a man who um, uh, ended his career in a castle in Lithuania or, but he some some minor principality in in, in Europe. Magnificent right. castle, like the bloody Disney that. castle. He's a castle. Right. He, he made so much money he could live in a castle. He <laughs> must have known the simple truth, Jay. He did, but he started life selling door to door. Right. Like he was like the classic vacuum cleaner salesman who would go and knock. He sold Arga cookers, I believe. Anyway, anyway, he was back in the back in the in the sixties when he was busy taking over New York. They had the same problem with advertising that people trying to impress other advertising yep. people rather than trying to impress the market. Yeah. And he said, "The customer isn't an idiot. She's your wife." Yeah. Like. Like, yep. how do you, how do you, yeah, 
How do you impress your wife? How do you impress your husband? How do you get their attention? What are the things if you if you've got if you're passing each other in a in the hallway, yeah. and you know I'm running to go and clean up the vomit that my son's just had because he's you know had raw chicken for lunch or something, yeah. and my wife's running the other way because she's late for a meeting back in the day when you could have a meeting. Yeah, and you've got he's like, still running a whole bunch of meetings from the office next door. That's right, and you've got two seconds as you pass each other in the hallway. Yeah, how are you going to get her attention? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I love the one that Dave also mentioned. Sorry, my last time on Dave Trot, but he also. Oh, no, no, you can talk. You can talk, Dave. Trott, love him. But imagine sitting there, and in his world, he's sitting there watching the footy, right? And his team, Manchester United, is looking good, but the scores are even. He's yeah. hanging for a cup of tea because that's what he loves. He loves a cup of tea, and he says to the Mrs. Kath, "Firstly, he needs to get her attention. So how's he going to do that? She's sitting there reading the paper, reading a book. So he pops up and says, Kath." Kath, Kath, and she's like, what? What you want? And then he's like, get us a cup of tea, love. So there's the communication. First of all, he's got her attention. Yeah. Get her name. She yep. looks up from the book, says, yes, love, what can I do for you? And he yep. said, get us a cup of tea, love, with a question mark on the end. So knows that now he's communicated clearly what he wants. Now he's got to work out the persuasion. How yep. is he going to get her to do that when she'd be like, get it yourself, geezer, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you thinking? Why am I going to get you a cup of tea? He knows it's bin night. So what he says is, if you get me a cup of tea, I know you hate putting the bins out, but I'll take those stinking black plastic bags out and put them on the nature strip for you. So guess what Kath says? I'll I'll just get you a cup of tea, love. I'll grab you a cup of tea, love. Now, I I think that's a beautiful story. I I think I need... Not mine, Dave. No, 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 but I need to... I need to put an editorial correction in there. Dave Trott's football team is West Ham. Oh, is it? And I think, I think if this gets out, we may be, we may be the subject of a court case. Okay, <laughs> we, better, we better just back over that and just beat where I say whatever I said and put in West Hampton. No, 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 because the story is, the story is true. What, yeah. and, and I what, think sometimes as advertising people and marketers, sorry to jump in, JD, right, just forget the simplicity of the person yeah. we're trying to talk to and we try and overcomplicate it with this whole diatribe instead of going back to like what you said if you want mum's attention she's busy with four kids get to the point real fast get her attention tell her what you want and then give her a reason why she could do that instead of making johnny's peanut butter sandwich first yeah make her feel good like like if you want someone's attention as, as many alan morris said mo and joe said if you're breaking into someone's house at six o'clock to try and sell them something yeah either tell them a joke or sing them a song like that's getting away from simple human truths, but it's like but reward the, the, the same. Yeah, reward the customer and recognise the pressures in their life yeah. that really matter to them. Yep. Go back to the go back to the classic buddy Omo ad where it's kids playing on a beach and it's like these aren't kids making clothes dirty. These are just kids playing. And that's all mothers want. That's all mothers want. They want happy, healthy kids who can socialise and, and feel free to play. Yeah. And by recognising that and not showing blue beads of bleach and all that buddy, that, that scientific garbage that goes on in, in, in laundry detergent world, they went from, they arrested a global slide and became the number one laundry detergent in the world simply by saying to mums, we recognise that there is a, you've got a, that the thing you really, really want is happy, healthy kids. You love your kids. Yeah. We, we sell, love your kids. Yeah. We sell laundry detergent and we know that you really don't care about laundry detergent, but we'll make sure that when you use our laundry detergent, your kids can continue to be happy and healthy. It was beautiful. It was a simple truth and it worked and 
gentlemen and ladies out there in advertising land, it can work for you too. Call us, call us now. Selling, sell, sell, sell. McSelly, sell, sell. Yes. Yeah. That's an absolute ripping edition of the Bones of Avatar. Oh, Have you got a parting thought for me? Have you got one, and we won't get that wrong, a parting thought? There's a golden rule of thumb, too clever is dumb. Yep. There you that's, go. That, that's a ripper. Too clever is dumb. That's right. That's, that's my parting thought. thought. That's right another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is this was a fun one. Oh, let's do this again next week. Let's do this again next week. Until then, all the very best and no more now.